Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 97 of the Chairman and Chats podcast. My name is Chairman, and I am staring at the slowest download in the world for the Forza Motorsport 7 4K patch. Currently at 19%. I'll let you know where we are when we're done. That's where your is voice here. is all breaking up. Oh, You're using man. bandwidth. I'm using a ton of bandwidth, but I'm not giving it up. It'll you be fine. Son of a bitch. Chance is here from the games of chance. Blogspot.com. Chance, how are you doing? I'm not doing too shabby, actually. I'm having a good week. Oh, all right. You can thank Nintendo for that, probably. No, I, I can thank vacation time for that. What's that? It's it's time that I earn at my job for vacation. Why? And since I've been at my job for eight years, I get an additional week of it now. I don't follow. So yeah, I don't it's get it. it's either like three or four weeks that I get now. I don't remember I don't, how many it is. But Alex, do you understand what he's talking it's, about? No, it's I really have no nice. idea. You get I'm, time. I, you get paid to not work. That's correct. I get paid to not work. You commie so, bastard. Yes. For, <laughs> for for the next for the next week for for ten days in a row, I all I have to do is hang out at home, play my brand new Switch, play Horizon Zero Dawn, play Overwatch, eat terrible food. I'm fucking happy as a pig in shit right now. Alex is here of dailycrackpot.blogspot.com. Alex is never on vacation, but he's still okay. Yeah, I get one day off a week. Oh, well, you know. And then there's like a 26-hour gap between a couple of shifts. Anyway. That counts. (laughs) Well, I've been on a play for four months, so I'm just happy to have something to do. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> got somewhere to go. Yeah. Oh, God. And actually, food. it's nice to work with rational adults again. That 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 was missed. Hmm. That I can vouch for. That that is mm-hmm. that is good. That is. Oh good. my God! You guys are nice, and you feel other people's pain. You don't start rumors because you're bored. This is great. Give me time. <laughs> Give me time. I actually got Wolfenstein: The New Order yesterday. Oh, you I did. Got. I did. It was it was a birthday present. Haven't touched it. Haven't oh. touched it yet. No. No. Horizon came out last night at midnight. I know. I know. I know. And? So I, I had to check. Um, well, okay. Okay. It's, it's gorgeous. It's taking me a long fucking time to get used to the controls because mm-hmm. on, in, in Zelda, jump is where triangle would be on the PS4. Uh, yes. And in, in, in Horizon, jump is where X is. And, and mm-hmm. everything is inversed, basically. All the controls are different. So half the time I'm fighting with the thing going like, no, you're not, you're not Link right now. You had you had noted that on your blog that like the advance and retreat buttons, yes, positive and negative buttons are reversed because it's so Japanese. Yes, that took me like twenty hours to get over in Zelda. I mean, it, yeah, it, it never got any better. And it's like it's like twenty years of 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 playing games on kind of systems geared for Western people that has made me very comfortable with this. Yes. and like maybe if you go to Japan. And you play a PlayStation, circle button is enter. I th- in fact, I think that's the case. It is, actually, yeah. that's yeah. what all the uh, uh, Metal Gear games do. That's right, that's right. And because, you know, Metal Gear games are those types of games that don't compromise. And so there's something almost endearing about that. But when an entire fucking... If Sony as a whole did it, it would just frustrate me. Or I'd be mm-hmm. used to it by now, at least. But because they're dealing with two different standards, you're trying to get me to... To, to count in metric and in imperial at the same time. It's like, no, I p- fucking pick one. I don't know how fast I'm going. Is this is kilometers, is this miles. It's I don't fair. know. But it's still fun. So you've had these couple of days off. I, I, I emailed you last week. You've had a couple of days off. And you, uh-huh. sounds like you finished Mario. Well, not finished, but well, you, yeah. got, you got to the end of the story ish. Yeah. I, and I, I, um, I, I beat Bowser. And I have to say the art direction on, there's a, there's like a Bowser's world. Before you get to the level where you actually fight Bowser, <clears throat> it's like Bowser, um, Bowser's Kingdom. Mm-hmm. It is so beautiful. It's like a, 
it's like a bunch of of uh, traditional Japanese castles floating in the sky with all these beautiful colored clouds swirling around them. Like it looks like it looks like a painting or like someone made a Mario level out of out of a woodblock painting from the 1600s. Like it is absolutely gorgeous. Um and you know how I I talk about how they keep on switching up mechanics? Yes. Okay, so and remember how I talked about there's a fork stuck in a wall, you jump up, you throw the hat on it, you possess the fork, you pull back on the analog stick, it flings you up. Yeah. Okay, so one of the enemies in Bowser's kingdom is a bird, and the bird will come up to you and it will shoot out its beak, and it'll just like extend the beak like a super fast Pinocchio and stick you with the end of the beak and you get hurt. But you possess the bird, you can jump up towards a wall, hit the attack button, jam your beak into the wall, and now you're a fork mechanically. So you can pull the analog stick anywhere and flick yourself in any direction. And I appreciated that it, um, that again, here's a new enemy, but I didn't appreciate that you're just, this new mechanic is just a ripoff of an earlier mechanic that you already did. And you're just giving me that same mechanic, but now I can walk around after flicking myself. Like it's, I found that a little lazy. Yeah. But overall, like, I, I kind of, I didn't expect, I really didn't, I put a big post up on the blog, and I don't want to say everything I already said in there, but I really did not expect to enjoy Mario Galaxy as much as I, or Mario Odyssey as much as I did. And I really enjoyed it. Like, I really enjoyed it. I was always really looking forward to getting back to playing it when I beat Bowser for the last time. And um, and then you you end up, I, I don't want to spoil it, but you end up in an area where you can go back and continue exploring the rest of the games after you beat a certain number of trials in this area to collect enough moons power at the ship, and then you go off. And then once you've done that, you continue unlocking new areas by collecting moons. Um, wow. you, you go back to earlier places, there's new moons there that weren't there before, new challenges to do. The amount of content in Mario Odyssey is staggering. Like, it is ridiculous. Mm. And... Um, and so, okay, so I will just say 8 out of 10. Okay. For Mario Odyssey. Um, really good. Really good. Like, there are absolutely issues with it. Um, it's no 10 out of 10. But, and the things that make it a not 10 out of 10 are annoying. <laughs> like, like there, there's really annoying shit. And one of the, and probably my single pet peeve is that you have so many moves for Mario. That you could, and you, there are enough fucking buttons on these Joy-Cons that these could just be button presses. Because you're not using these buttons over here. But instead of that, what I need to do is I need to detach my Joy-Cons from the Switch. I need to set the Switch up somewhere at an angle so I can see the screen. I need to do this one fucking motion control motion with the, with the, with the Joy-Cons. And now I've got this star, so now I can put them back in the Switch and continue playing your game. Like, it's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. So, so you are playing this all in handheld mode, correct? You 100%. Don't even have it hooked up to your TV. How yeah. do your hands feel at you this know, point? Actually, they're getting used to it. I can feel them getting stronger. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's right. Like He's going to be breaking stones with his hands soon. Yes, like they're man with the iron fist. But at the same time, I'm dreaming about a peripheral where someone just takes a dual shock four and cuts it in half and makes it work. I can vouch for the quality of the pro controller. Well, it is it is quite good. It's but so. Hmm? Is it lighter? No, it's actually pretty heavy. See that that's what that's what broke me with like the Xbox One controller. Like it was yeah. it was good. I didn't mind it, but when I got the, the uh, DualShock Four, I just forgot I was holding it and I just couldn't go back. No, it's it's got some heft to it. Um, the rumble's a little weak on it. It's also ten dollars more expensive than every other controller for no goddamn reason. Wait, it's seventy dollars? Yes, it is. 
Uh, bah, fuck. Yeah. yeah. But I, I can't use the Pro Controller in handheld mode. I know. Like, I what, know. what I want is comfortably, is to comfortably play it in handheld mode. Yeah, that, yeah. I was able to handle Shovel Knight in handheld mode, but that's mm-hmm. because I wasn't using the, the right analog stick at all. Yeah, I could It was see just, that. yeah, it was just the D-pad and the buttons. And that actually worked really well. That felt fine. But I couldn't play Zelda mobile. I could uh, not. I'm getting weirdly used to it. I'm like running along and, oh, there's, there's like a bird that I'm about to run past and it's about to take off, so I, jam down the right trigger and he pulls up the bow and I aim just a little bit and then I tilt the entire switch a little bit for that last little final touch of aiming and let it off the chain. Hmm. And it actually, it's starting to feel incredibly intuitive. But that is the only motion control that I don't hate. (laughs) Is just that little extra nudge when you need it because those analog sticks are not... Good no, enough. Not great. No, no. But and but that's the solution for it. That works. That's great. But um okay, did you do the shrine and there's more than one of them in Zelda? Did you do the shrine where it's a platform that it expects you to tilt with the Joy-Con? Yes. But the rules of how it tilts and what you're actually doing with the Joy-Con are completely separate? Uh yeah, they're kind of arbitrary. Again, that actually worked okay with the Pro Controller because the Pro Controller has motion detect stuff in there too. I just kind of held it flat and moved it. And it was fine. But I can see how that would be very annoying in handheld mode because you can't see what the hell with, you're doing. With the whole thing with the whole thing in handheld mode, it's yes. impossible. With mm-hmm. the Joy-Cons detached, it's impossible. Yeah. Um, so I know there's a way to cheese it because I've looked it up online and said just flip <laughs> the whole thing over. But even then, it expect, you were expected to have it kind of come towards this one side and then give it a flip at the last moment. But what direction I need to move this little fucking Joy-Con in to, to give flip? it that little yeah. flip is completely arbitrary. I can't well, figure it out. It's because the, the zero point isn't obvious because I think it resets that zero point depending on how you're holding it. So flat isn't flat. It yeah. Just, yeah, I know exactly yeah. where you're coming from. It's it's incredibly frustrating. It doesn't need to exist. Nope. You could have done the same puzzle with analog controls and it would have mm-hmm. been fine. Ratchet and fucking Clank did this on the PS2 <laughs> 10 years ago and it worked. It worked just fine. It was the hacking minigame. They figured it out. Nintendo, it's been 10 years and your whole fucking shtick is motion control, and you don't have it down yet. If you don't have it down after 15 fucking years, Nintendo, you stop. You just oh, stop, because this is mean, man. It's mean. <laughs> Wait, which hacking game? Um, I don't know. There was one of the one of the PS2 ones, or maybe it was maybe it was the PS4. Um, the hacking mini game was guiding like an electric uh, ball around one of these little maces that you tilt. That's that's, uh, that's going commando. Yeah. Okay. PS2. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask if you started playing Marvel. You're you can play kind of worked up there. You sounded Marvel? like me. No. Well, no. you sound like me yelling and screaming about stuff. That no, like I'm I'm like I'm a, I'm a consumer. I'm a gamer. Nintendo gets away with a lot of shit. They yeah yeah. Well, yeah. Nintendo gets a free pass on stuff. There's there's a Nintendo bonus of two points for every single review. Mm-hmm. You just can't yell at those fans. They will tear those sites down. I. I don't care. I don't have a site that they're going to tear down. I'll say whatever I want to say. I hope they show up to tear me down. That would that would be a lot more. <laughs> Actually, we kind of fun. Get. Yeah. <laughs> so, it is really warm in here. I'm going to open a window. I'll be right back. It's warm in Canada. I don't understand that at all. It's about How? thirty degrees here. Oh, we man, actually, it's like, it's like seventy in November. Oh, it's I don't weird. even want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Oh, it's, it's a little drizzly today. Now. It was so cold. It almost got down to fifty-five. Would you shut <gasps> up? Come on. <laughs> I'm not going to see 60 for like five months. And uh, I still got to get my bike to the dealership. I'm going to have a 30 degree ride to the dealership at some point in time. It's not going to be fun. Anyway. Uh, so, how much time have you put into Zelda? 
It's got to be approaching 20 hours at this okay. point. I have, I have solved one um, beast. Okay. I am two hearts away from getting the Master Sword. Ooh. I, oh, you're, you're kicking ass on the hearts then. Does the Master yes. Sword break? No. 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 But Good. its charge kind of lessens if you use it too much. Uh, I, I saved it for the final area. Well, I haven't I haven't run low on weapons for a while, and uh, and I fucking really like it. Like I got I was I decided to go up and explore Hyrule Castle, despite not being anywhere near ready to mm-hmm. go and fight Ganon. I just wanted to see what was there, and I had a little quest that apparently there's a recipe in Hyrule Castle. So I'm like, let's just poke around and see. There's guardians fucking everywhere. Yes. And there's like these turret guardians that are up on towers, and they're just looking for you. And I've decided I'm going to climb this tower over here, but if I try, this turret behind me will see me. So I turn around, and the thing takes a shot at me, and I bring up my shield, and I reflect that beam perfectly, and I'm like, yes. And I do have some of these guardian arrows now. I can well, just one sh- I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can just one-shot these things if I want to spend one of those arrows. But whatever, I, I continue exploring, I continue trucking along, I decide it's time to leave, and I'm leaving. And for the first time in the game... A guardian that's not embedded in the ground, a guardian that's not one of these little mini guardians that you find in a, in one of the, uh, the shrines, like an actual big fucking guardian from the, yeah. from the reveal trailer comes for me. <laughs> and I pull up my bow and I go to switch my arrow and I think, you know what? I think my wooden shield can deal with this. And I hold up my shield. <laughs> and the thing takes its shot and I reflect it perfectly. Jeez. And the thing takes its second shot, and I reflect it perfectly. One more shot, this thing's dead. The thing takes the shot, and I fuck up the deflect. And you die. <laughs> so, uh, the Zora's power revives me. Yeah. And I hold up my shield. And I fucking kick that thing's ass with a firing shot. It felt incredible. It was so good. So, I went through the whole game without ever using that mechanic. It's handy, man. I ran away, or I used my guardian, the the, the special arrows. I mean, you have. I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but you do have to use that ability at some point. Mm, it's required, and you'll have a much easier time than I did because you've been practicing it a little bit. And I have. I never actually did it at all. What's so. interesting is the beam that they shoot is not. Uh, it's not well to use a Overwatch vernacular. It's not hit scan. It is a projectile attack, and oh. the, f- the further you are away from them, the more the extra little hundredth of a second you have to give it before you hit reflect, because it'll take it longer to hit you. Uh, it's really cool. It is really cool, and it's beautiful. And one yeah. of the things I put in the blog post today is I'm playing this gorgeous Mario game, and this Mario game is absolutely fucking gorgeous, I'll say. And I'm playing this beautiful, beautiful Zelda game on a handheld, and I'm thinking about the promises that were made about the Vita when the Vita launched. Mm. that it was basically going to be a PS3 in your hands. And it never got there. Yeah. yeah. Like the closest you could say that got was um, you had... That Killzone title. There was a gorgeous Killzone game. There was a gorgeous... uh, Uncharted. uh, There was gorgeous Uncharted and there was Gravity Rush. But but nothing nothing like Mario and Zelda. Like those games ran, but it didn't run just perfect like like Mario and Zelda do. Um and the fact that all these Bethesda titles are coming to it, I'm I'm kind of getting hyped for the Switch as a genuine successor to the Vita. Not not just a successor to the Vita, but what the Vita wanted to be, which was a portable PS3. I think technology wise, you know how you as a console comes out, the games look bleh and mm-hmm. then 
as the console ages, it looks better. For example, look at launch PS3 games yeah. versus The Last of Us. I mean, they might as well be different systems. Right, look, at, get... look at Infamous uh, Second Son compared to Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think with the Switch, we're already seeing all it can do. That's possible. I, I think that technology-wise, they've already shown their entire hand. And that's fine, because it is a handheld. And, and Nintendo has never had the highest fidelity yeah. with games. Their games have always been designed well. Like, I maintain Mario Kart 8 is a fantastic-looking game. Runs at 60 frames per second, is colorful. But that's looks all art good. direction. Yes, it is. Uh -huh. It is. But that's... So. I, I like that. I prefer that. Um, I'm thinking about the Okami HD port that's coming out in December... And I'm like, why is it on Switch? Because it can sure as fuck run it. It's a PS2 game. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, the fact that, the fact that, you know, I'm never going to get The Last of Us on this thing, that's fine. Because if, as long that as you get, for. yeah, games that look as good as Okami, which was never technically amazing, but visually beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah. drawn well. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's what I'm kind of looking forward to Shadow of the Colossus finally getting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, we make run it. At more than like five frames per second or whatever that was, it was so choppy on PS2. Yeah, but it already had a remake on PS3. Oh, never, how was that? Yeah. It ran fine. Uh, it ran, yeah. you know, it did perfect. Um, yeah, but I, I don't think I need to play Shadow again. I think no, I'd be hyped for Shadow if if Last Guardian was actually what everyone wanted it to be. <laughs> and I feel like I could play Skyrim one more time, but with all the mods. You're not going to see any mods on the Switch. Nope. It doesn't have the storage for that. No, I'll Absolutely be... Absolutely not. It probably won't even have the storage to play the game, like, off a cart. I'll probably have to download half the game. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I need to buy a bigger memory stick. I don't have... I have, like, a tiny one that was sitting around on my desk. It came from, like, a like a camera or something. So, Alex. Hmm. What'd you play this week? Not much. I'm still pretty broke. So I'm just oh. going over, like, my... What I'm pretty sure my game of the year is going to be. Oh. Mm. Shuffle Knight. Hollow Knight. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, and it's okay. I, I I popped into it again. Thought like you know what I'll uh I'll see what the Grim Troops all about, and then thought hey you know what maybe I'll just start it over one more time. Oop. And now I'm two thirds of the way through a whole other nice. playthrough. This is the third time. Yeah. How well, long How long does it take to beat? Like at least twenty hours. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, and I know what I'm doing, and it's, I'm at like fifteen now. I am max type for that on Switch. Yeah, I that's day that's day one for me too. Chance and I will join you. Like I'm finding like bosses I've never seen before that were added through DLC that are funny. They're just they're fun bosses, but they are funny. Hmm. Like it just it has complete tonal control. It's 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 incredible. So I as I recall, uh, you never get a new weapon, correct? Uh no, you just upgrade that. You get new magic powers and new uh nail arts. Okay, so yeah, it's the nail arts that I'm interested in, because there was one that was like a charge swing, right? Where you hold the button for there's a second? There's a charge swing, there's a charge uh, uh, circular thing that's not particularly useful, and there's one more, I can't remember. That's okay, as long as there's something. Yeah, you can, it's a charge shot, that's super useful. Mm-hmm. And I loved hmm. it when I played a bit. Yeah, it's really good. But I still probably think, I don't know what is going to usurp Horizon. Yeah, that, that sounds like that's your babe. It really is. It really is. And I'm, I'm really enjoying just kind of hanging out with Aloy again. I do and, not begrudge that. Yeah, no, she's... And there's there's some nasty fucking new monsters, man. There's some nasties. Like, they're, they're really, really hard. And they're throwing classic enemies at me in kind of areas and formations that make it really hard to fight them. Mm -hmm. So it, it's really... 
it, it is like the hard zone of the game. <laughs> oh, good, so good. Yeah, no, it's really good so far. I love DLC that, like, doesn't do, like, the separate campaigns, but tries to add to the main campaign. Like, give it, like, a real end game, like, uh, well, The Ring City did, which is fantastic. This can be done at any point after Aloy leaves uh, the starting area. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, not not like the very, very starting area. You know when you, you get out of the sacred lands and then you yeah. go past the Karja Fort? Yeah, you have to get past that Karja Fort. And in the Karja Fort is a guy who you have to finish that secret the gates quest. And then there's a guy in there who will say, oh, I just got from this crazy place up north where all this crazy stuff is happening. And Aloy's like, crazy stuff, eh? I'd be very interested <laughs> in that. And, and, then you, house. and then you go up there and it's just beautiful. It's really, really lovely. And... um yeah, I haven't got that far into it. I'm just kind of like getting my horizon legs back, and I'm really hoping that the shooting won't fuck with me when I go to play Overwatch with my brother tonight. You're able to keep. I mean, are you using your like New Game Plus for this, or your like, I could. end game stuff? You okay. can use anything. It can be a new game. It could be you could be halfway through a playthrough, and then you just patch it and turn around and go find uh, one of the three quest givers. There's okay. one in Meridian. Okay. There's one in Day Tower, and there's one north of the Grave Horde. Okay. Yeah. Meridian was spectacular. That's the whole game was good looking. It's it's a good looking game. Yeah, and I really, I just, bottom. I wish the cities, um, were a bit more. I don't. I kind of want to say interactive. Like the villages in Zelda, for some reason, feel more, uh, feel more like places where people are actually living than most of the villages in Horizon. Yeah, just something like here. Put a shop over here. Shop over here. Yeah, and then and just a bunch, a bunch of people, people say, milling around, just walking. Yeah. Around. Where are their houses? Where Where are yeah. they going? And yeah. they'll say stuff like, uh, uh, "Good goods here," but that sucks. We'll change that later. They never changed that. <laughs> never came back. So nope. They just literally say, "Good goods for sale." Stuff like. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there's there's new weapons and there's new. Uh, there's weapons with special abilities, like where you hold the arrow longer and it does more damage. And okay. there's there's new outfits. There is a new stealth outfit where Yay. she actually she actually looks a little bit ninja y and she has like a face mask. So she's cool. not like covered in moss and shit. No, she's not covered <laughs> in moss and shit. Finally, and the thing is, I've grown so used to the uh, the um, her the Nora stealth armor. I think I'm gonna miss it when I finally get it. But you can only get most of this stuff in the new area by completing quests in the new area. Because yeah. there's this currency that's only used up there. Okay, okay. makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Keep it separate. Mm -hmm. So, Chance, you played Nio. I did. Okay, I played uh, it too. it's 50 bucks on PC right now. Talk me out of it. Don't okay. do it. Okay, how much do you love Ninja Gaiden? I have never played it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Don't Alex. Alex. So, like, if it, it's not Dark Souls. No. No, it's not. No. It's Ninja Gaiden with some Souls mechanics added on top of it. Okay. And um, the most kind of interesting thing it does with them doesn't really work as far as I'm concerned. What your, does that mean? Your stamina bar is way too low, but you do need the stamina to do all your attacks, do your rolls, do everything just like you do in Souls. But it's way too small. The way you recover stamina is you do a bunch of shit that requires stamina, and then you have to look at your stamina bar and watch a gauge zip along it and then press a button at the exact right time to recover all that stamina. So while you're in the middle of a Souls-esque fight, you have to be looking at your health bar. 
No. It's like the act of reload, but from Gears, but more stupid. Yeah, way stupider. Like, And not only that, but the way the combat feels, it doesn't feel anything like Souls, man. It does not feel that way. It feels like a Ninja Gaiden game, and that that's why that was my first question. Because if you love Ninja Gaiden, you'll love this. And a lot of people do, but no, this yeah, is not Yeah, I was Souls. getting 90s, and I was wondering about that. No. I, I found it more difficult than any of the Ninja Gaiden games. I've played most oh. of them, and it... I don't know. The the way that it handled group combat just didn't feel as natural as the Ninja Gaiden games. No, it, it it did a lot of shit really bad. And basically, almost everything I could name that I love about the Souls games, I can't say that about Neo. I can't say that the the worlds are beautiful and compelling and, you know, lonely and incredible art direction. I can't say that. I can't say that the enemies are well designed. Uh, I can't say that the music is any good. I can definitely Jesus. tell you the plot is terrible. The way the story <laughs> is presented is so bad. It is so fucking bad. It's, it's laughable. Yeah. Well, so, then, how about Slime Rancher? I haven't heard anything. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, it's got like overwhelmingly positive, and Jim loves it, and Jim Sterling, excuse me. Yeah. And you know what? It looks super cute, and looks like it'd be fun to play while slightly drunk. So there we go. There I think go. I actually have that. I think it was free on Xbox Live Gold, and it's downloaded. And I never played it. So I'll tell you what, I'll give it an hour this week, and I'll talk to you next week about it. Do you remember how I was complaining about how I wanted Hugh and Skyforce to be free on uh, the, um, the the Vita? Yeah. And then they finally were, and I was like, yeah, that actually happened. And yeah. then a month passed, and I never actually downloaded them. Oh, did you miss them? <laughs> yes, completely. Oh, my I mean, God. I assume there's something new up there now. I haven't looked. But <laughs> I was like, ah, uh, who could be bothered? I have no idea what's, what's free now. I looked, but it's... PSN's offerings for free have been pretty weak the last couple of months. Yeah. Honestly, so have Xboxes. They just have not been that great. Yeah. I think, no, the, the PlayStation got Metal Gear 5. Oh, yeah, I got Metal Gear, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... That's about all I can say for that. Yeah. Uh, so what, right. what has Chamberlain been playing? Uh, I actually started and finished Uncharted Lost Legacy. Oh, you finished it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was it was short. I mean, yeah. it took me three, three evenings to do. It felt, and I, I mean this in both a positive and a negative way, it felt like a greatest hits collection from the first four games. Hmm. It's they, they kind of decided that, okay, we've already done everything cool. Let's just do a lot of that again, but with two women protagonists. And I don't necessarily think that's bad, but the feeling of deja vu was almost always there, and it also never felt quite as good as it did the first time. Yeah. So the the I mean, it's got a cold open where you're running over rooftops, you know, dodging gunfire. Like I think that was in two. I think mm-hmm. I don't remember now. It's been a while. Well, it was definitely um, two. Yeah, yeah, and it's okay. It looks great. I mean, it looks like Uncharted 4, so it looks great. Then you've got an open-world-ish section out of Uncharted 4 while you're driving a Jeep around, and it's got a lot of padding in there where you've got to collect 11 of these doodads, and then you have four different places to go. And, and you know, it's the same as it was in 4, so it's okay. And then you finally get to a gorgeous indoor area looking at stuff, and then it ends on a train chase right out of 2 again. Hmm. So nothing bad, but... It's all kind of been there, done that. Uh, And I never really had any affection for Chloe or Nadine as characters. I mean, Nadine's a badass, but that's all you really know about her. Mm -hmm. So you've got these two kind of disparate characters thrown together, and the way they hit it off feels awfully convenient and Mm. contrived. That that was my impression. Yeah, because it it kind of goes through a very predictable cycle. Like In the beginning, they don't really like each other. And then they're starting to get along, and then there's a, a perceived betrayal, because Nadine finds out that Chloe is working with Sam. Sam Drake shows up yeah. in there. Um, and Nadine, of course, has no love for the Drakes, 
And, you know, she runs off on her own for a little while, and Chloe quote-unquote rescues her, and then they start talking again, now Sam's there, and it gets kind of weird. And at the end, they're all having pizza, and everybody's happy. So it's a very, like, predictable pattern to the interactions. I mean, the writing is... Yeah, was hmm? Chloe in four at all? No. No. She She was in two... And some of three? I think she was in a little bit of three. Teensy bit of three, yeah. Yeah, but most, mostly two. Um, I mean, they both have literal daddy issues that they're working through. Chloe, because her father was never around searching for stuff, and Nadine, because she inherited the uh, mercenary company and then wrecked it by the end of Uncharted 4. So they both kind of don't know what to do with it. And it all gets resolved at the end. I'm not going to tell you exactly how, but there's kind of there's very convenient character arcs. It just feels like they were treading water. Mm-hmm. Like, we could do this because we've got these characters, we've got some time, and, and it's good. And yeah, it's it's good, but it's like, I, I've done this mm. already. I don't... I feel like I Naughty Dog's DLC is just not where it needs to be. I, I, I didn't play the Last of Us DLC, did you? Yes. And was it the same kind of like, yeah, it's there, it's okay? Not even. Like, I found it I found it very disappointing. It, it, it basically revealed that uh, Ellie is gay. And the friend that she was talking to Joel about missing uh, was this was her girlfriend. <clears throat> okay. Um, but mechanically, it was um, the problem is uh, half of it is being told in flashback before Ellie meets Joel. And as you'll recall, Ellie, over the course of her experience with Joel, changes quite a bit mm-hmm. up until winter, and then Ellie becomes a fucking Badass. action yeah. hero, right? She becomes Rambo, and yeah. you love her. And you love playing as her. That like the the combat as Ellie in The Last of Us is probably my favorite combat in the entire game. And but because half of uh, that DLC takes place before she even met Joel, you're running around with water guns (laughs) while story happens. (laughs) So there's way too much story and slow paced shit while we go through what we already expect to happen with Ellie's friend. And then it flash forwards to a scene where Joel is hurt and she's taking care of him. Uh, I think before the events of winter, and um, and those sections are fun because you're you're fucking Elliot Winter again. You're mm-hmm. like there's paramilitary guys coming for you, and you, you don't care. Yes, and, <laughs> and you are guerrilla war- warrioring them to death. It was amazing. And then you go and, and you run away from guys as Ellie a year and a half earlier. Yeah. Um, so in in terms of narrative, um, it tried to be as important as The Last of Us, but it didn't have the time to do that. Yeah. So it wasn't. It couldn't yeah. have been. And I, yeah, when I started playing, I started playing Lost Legacy 2, and I got just past the, uh, that opening linear section. Yeah. And I just felt like, you know what? I could be playing Uncharted, or I could be playing, yeah. um, uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. There was one moment about halfway through when, when Chloe and Nadine are talking again, where they they had fallen into this deep pit and swum to the top, and there's like this like minute or long bit of platforming to climb up to get to where they're going, and you're both standing there, and Nadine, Nadine goes to Chloe, "You okay?" And Chloe breathes heavy, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine." Nadine goes, "Yeah," and Chloe's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And when Nadine pushes her ass off the uh, off of the ledge, like thirty feet down into the water, just to be jokey and break the tension, and that actually kind of worked because, like, oh, that's like they're being jackasses to each other, but it's kind of like playful and fun. Mm. So that for a second there, the characters kind of worked. But Nadine kind of fluctuated back and forth between Nadine from Uncharted Four, who you're scared of, and then Nadine, who's just kind of being pouty and bitchy. So it kind of like like f- swung back and forth. So, I mean, I don't want to talk 
too badly about it because how many games do you get with strong female protagonists? And this one has two that's, strong female protagonists. I agree, and that's one of the reasons I was hyped for Lost Legacy. But, uh, you know, do it. Absolutely do it. But if a game is not fun, I did not have enough fun with it to continue playing it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to continue playing it because my political leanings suggest that this is good. <laughs> if anything, I mean... Nathan always, to me, felt a little overwritten, if that's a word. Like, he's too clever. Yes. Or too sassy. Yeah. You know, and that's where Chloe is sometimes. No one's she's, that funny all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's like she's saying things that took a panel to come up with weeks that's supposed to be off the top of her head. Like, okay, you know. I mean, it, again, not bad, but the series obviously picked, peaked with the second one, and they've been yeah. kind of yeah, crossed definitely. since. Because then that was when Drake had a chance to be, like, jealous and a little mopey. Yeah. And that was damn funny. Well, 2 was one that ended up in the Himalayas, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah, that part was so good. And, and oh, there was God. that wonderful interaction between Elena and Chloe where Elena reaches out her hand. Elena Fisher, mm. last year's model. You know, it was that, <laughs> which is that great little... But. Yeah, yeah, that was... Oh, the, Nadine... Nadine asked Chloe at one point, so Nathan Drake. Chloe's like, yeah. How did that happen? Chloe thinks... He wasn't all bad, so they, they, they do at least acknowledge the fact that there's a history there. So, But yeah, that, that was played. And then, um, because I was just kind of pouting, I didn't have my new Xbox One X yet. 38%, by the way. Um, I started Observer. So close. No, it's not even close. Observer, okay. Observer. Observer. Observer is the new one by Bloober Team, who did Layers of Fear. And if you recall, Layers of Fear was a good one-night kind of spooky haunted house deal. Yes. I actually kind of liked it because it was about three hours long. And, you know, it was kind of, it was literally a haunted house. You walk from room yeah. to room, crazy shit happens, you move on with your life. It was a horror walking simulator. Exactly. And I was fine with that because the price was okay. It was short enough. This one, it's trying to be a little more. It's throwing some kind of investigation stuff in there where you're scanning the room looking for either electronic or, bi or biological evidence for things and that's kind of boring and then you jack into somebody who maybe you're alive or dead somehow you can jack into corpses and look at their dreams I'm not clear how that works hey I think you can do that in Hollow Knight hey oh hmm. there you go um, and and the dreams themselves are either pretty boring walking simulators or at or worse badly implemented stealth sections yeah yeah, which is never good. So it, it, it's, it's not frightening. It's not necessarily interesting. Rucker Hauer sounds drunk. <laughs> Rucker Hauer's in this? Rucker yeah, Hauer is the weird. voice of the protagonist. Yeah, he would sound drunk. Yeah, he does. He totally sounds drunk. The plot isn't going anywhere. I don't understand what's going on. It's just not. It's, it's a really bad sophomore slump from mm. his team. So I, I'm not really enjoying it. I thought it much. got decent reviews. It did. I don't understand it because it's, it's, I mean, there's all visually, there's a lot going on, but it doesn't always make sense. Like there's like these, these digital things left behind, digital pieces of things left behind as you're moving through a world. And then you're, then you'll jump from one place to another and suddenly the walls are moving in and out breathing. So it's trying to do some of the layers of fear stuff, but mixed with Blade Runner, it's just not very frightening ever. Mm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm really, I'm not enjoying it. So, it, it looked like just visually just spectacular. It, it does, but it's almost too busy at times. There's just too much going on that, that the, what's there, you don't get a chance to like settle into it because it's just jumping to the next thing yeah, right away. People with TVs for heads seemed a little rote. Yeah, that's pretty blatant. I mean, the, the, this last guy was like some kind of weird like augmented werewolf 
that you had to run away from, and then he died in the fall, and you jacked into his brain, you found out he was like an abused kid, and suddenly you feel sorry for him, but he killed three people, and, and I'm just... It's that, missing that's how entirely. most true, true crime stories go. Yeah. <laughs> Either it's going right over my head, or I'm just not in the right mood for this game right now. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't know how much I have left of it. Uh, I have much better things to play, or, or at least shinier things to play. Certainly probably shinier. tomorrow, when stuff gets downloaded. So, uh, so hey, I just yeah. wanted to tell you, your Xbox downloads at, what, 38%? 40% now. Okay. Remember when I talked about uh, Slime Rancher? Yeah, it's already well, done. I, I, bu- I bought it and it's it's done now. <laughs> oh, yeah, but how big was that game? Three hundred megabytes. <laughs> okay, the patch for Forza Seven is twenty seven gig. Fuck the ga- you. The game itself oh. is sixty or seventy gig. The no. full install is a hundred gig. It's four K textures. Mm-hmm. It's God right. damn it! Why? That extra 28 gig is all 4K textures. It's 4K textures. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if that's worth it. No, no, he has well, to have it. Well, how big's your TV? Uh, well, 55-inch. 4K. It's a 4K TV. 4K. It's okay. a 4K. Okay. Yeah, you'll, get, yeah. you'll get the most out of it. I would not. Yeah. 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 No, this, this is... The, 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 the Xbox One X, I can't give you guys any opinions about it other than it's heavy and it looks nice in my, my, my system here because literally all I've done is turn it on and download patches. That's it. So do I'll you, be able to tell you about it next week. Between now and next week, do you think the only game you'll have played... Will be Forza? No, I have. There's Forza, and I have in my hand the um, shoot stealth game that we liked. That was expansion. Uh, Dishonored. Year. Dishonored. I have the Dishonored expansion here. Oh, cool. Which oh, yeah, is, does not have it. an Xbox One X patch, but pretty much everything runs better on the X. Hmm. So we'll see how the frame rate is on that. Groovy. <clears throat> uh, but buddy was like, he's like, dude, please, like, get into my Steam account and play this. I'm like, yeah, I don't really like Dishonored too, but okay. Did you touch it? I I did. He's yeah. Whenever he's off work, I've been popping into it. Um, I'm not again. Without blink, I'm not crazy about Dishonored. Oh, okay. But I she has a lot of fun little traps. She doesn't have an equivalent to blink. Some sort of mobility. It's I don't like it as much. Again, like it was. I had the same problem with uh. Oh, what's her name? I want to say Elizabeth, uh, but I don't think that's Elizabeth. It. Something like that. Just through that jump stuff, and people could see you jumping. I was like, "Well, this isn't fun." Well, as long as it gives me that speed, like, does she have something where you reach out and grab and then zip there? It's like a uh, oh god, what was it? It was a um... grappling hook. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's fine. This is like as, two months right. ago. As long as there's something. Yeah. Um. So I was I've been down on Overwatch for like a month, probably. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I was I was getting bad games. Most of my games during the Halloween event felt pretty shitty to me. And I kind of anticipated that the games would only get shittier as time went on because people would rejoin for the Halloween event. I'd have a larger pool, so it would match people closer to my skill level, hopefully. And then they would all leave afterwards, and I would be faced with, like, a bunch of way meaner people to play against. (laughs) But the last couple nights I've been playing with my brother, and last night he finally guilt-tripped me into playing comp because on Saturday night... Uh, he's like, okay, so we're going to play comp. I'm like, no, I really don't want to play comp right now. I've been playing shitty. I haven't played in a while. But you know what? I'm off for the next week. So between now and when you have to go back to work, because he works like four days on, four days off. Hmm. Now and the next time you have to go back to work, we will definitely have time to, to do some comp together. So Saturday night, we don't play comp. Sunday night, we don't play comp. Last night, I'm working, playing quick play. And he's like, so we're going to do comp? I'm like, ah, I don't really want to do comp. <laughs> but he points out that I told him that we would. I told him that we would. And I'm like, oh, you know what? You're right. Okay, we'll do this. And we get put into a lobby as it's skirmishing, trying to find us a game with a six stack. 
Oh my god! And... Oh, wait, I figured out the analogy for um what uh, Billy has. It's um it's literally what um or uh, not Arissa. Uh, who's the uh, hacker in Overwatch? Uh, Sombra. Oh, it's you exactly threw a that. thing and then zip there. You can. And you can like put it behind you and go back. Oh, that's weird. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't prefer that, frankly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so we finally played again. Or so, so we're in. We're we're up against a six stack in the skirmish, and I am terrified that we're actually going to face these guys in our games. The game starts. It crashes and boots us back to the main screen. Mm, okay. So we start again, and I we finally get into a game, and it is Hollywood. And usually on Hollywood, I'll run Tracer unless we already have a healer, or I'll run Mercy unless we already have a healer. But I was thinking about that one comp match that Alex and I had on Gibraltar, where I ran Mercy on, I think it was Attack, the first one. Or no, on, was it Defense? Yeah, I think I, I don't know. I ran Mercy on the first, on the first, uh, round. And we just, we just got our faces pushed in. So I'm like, you know what? I'm tracing. I'm going Tracer on Attack on Hollywood. Here we go. And I run in there, and I'm having a conversation with my brother about how I just need to not stress out about this. I just need to treat it like another game. I need to run in there. Just need to kick these guys' asses like they're any other guys. Here we go. Turn around the corner. Instantly died. <laughs> <laughs> so I go in again, and I don't die. Ooh. For the rest of the always, that's, that's a good start. Yeah. For the rest of the round. Ooh. Ooh. And I ended up with like a 28 kill streak. Oh jeez! And so on the next on the, our defense, we have a uh, we have a symmetry and we have a torb. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going tracer, or I'm going mercy. Pardon me. Uh, so I so we have symmetra torb me on mercy, my brother on diva, an Arissa uh, for shields, and we have a junkrat. So basically, our only DPS is that junkrat. They never take the first point. And at the end of the game, this guy gets his limbs card. He's got like 37 limbs or something. I get a kill streak card <laughs> for that one round I played Tracer with like 28. And it goes like uh, 20 or 28 kill streak, 29 limbs total. Because <laughs> the next round I didn't, I didn't do anything. I think I like shot at Tracer once on Mercy. <laughs> it was really good. See, I actually, I played a little Overwatch myself. Um, I, yeah, think I noticed it was... you got a bunch of achievements. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it was between games. I finished something and was starting up Uncharted, and I just didn't. I, if I finish one game in an evening, I don't want to start something new in an evening. It's just yeah, a weird you just want habit, to dabble. So, yeah. So I threw. I played Overwatch. It's right there because I just wasn't in the mood to play Street Fighter or Marvel or any of those. Um, and I was. I, I was just playing Bastion because that's kind of default now. Mm. Because I'm kind of lazy. Sebastian. Yeah, I'm kind of lazy, and, and it, he works. No, it's just so satisfying. He kills everyone so yeah. fast. Well, that's the thing. I was up against... I don't remember I don't remember what map it is, because I don't play enough to memorize the maps. Um, but I know I was up against a four stack. Okay. And two other people. And they just crushed us the first time, because we couldn't get our shit together. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll play again. And somehow, in the next game, it got reshuffled. I was with the four stack now. Uh-huh. And... I sat on a choke. I had a Reinhardt in front of me blocking and a Mercy behind me damage boosting. And just, <laughs> you know, it was like butter. Just, <laughs> just right through there. And and in the midst of that, at some point, nobody was quite paying attention. And like a, like a tracer snuck around and flanked me. Mm-hmm. And I broke off to try to save myself and I died immediately. Yep. And then I understood... Why Overwatch pisses me off so much? And it's, it's it's a fighting game thing, actually. I hate that there are like nine one matchups that Tracer and ba- Tracer Bastion one on one, Bastion You're can't not. win that. Bullshit! Nope. Bullshit! No. Okay. Why not? At why? 
First of all, you you don't even have to have your gun on me for a full second to kill me. I have to hit you first. Yeah, and you can accomplish that. Second, just just go into um, go into center mobile form or uh, recon mode. Yeah. And ding headshots on me while healing yourself. <laughs> like, like you can, you well, can survive. I, I can't shoot and heal, can shoot shoot and heal at the same time. You can survive. I can, I can only shoot, um, once every second. Otherwise I'm reloading. So you can, you can time it. But if I decide wait, wait, to drop wait, wait, a wait, pulse wait, wait. bomb on you. Then you're done. Yeah, then you're done. Like, if, if I'm going to blow my ult on you, there's nothing you can do outside of being out of, uh, sentry mode. So, wait, wait, wait. You, when you, when you're in sentry mode, you can shoot and heal at the same time? No, no, no. I didn't think so. No. But what, what you can do is you can move and heal yourself while I'm shooting you, and then shoot at me while I'm reloading, and then heal yourself while I shoot at you. See, it's still so hard planning. to get. A, it's so hard to get a beat on Tracer, though. Yeah. Well, or Reaper for that matter. Reaper, I mean, he's huge. By the time, by the time you realize Reaper's there, you're dead. He, he is pretty. Yeah, he is. He does a lot of damage. And not and that's only what that, if you do get the drop on him, he'll just uh, he just vapor floats. and then yeah, yeah. He goes away. It's it's those matchups that piss me off. It's it's the nine one matchup. It's the Blanca T Hawk from Super Street Fighter Four matchup that really makes me mad. Well, that's that needs to be part of the game though cuz like Symmetra is incredibly powerful, but if you throw Winston at her, it's a non-issue. Um Widow, like a Widowmaker or a Hanzo can be incredibly powerful, but if you throw a Winston at them, you know, they become less of an issue. Those counters are important because without them, certain characters are completely overpowered. Genji. Genji. Yeah. Who is the counter for Genji? Winston. And that's, and, no, not Arissa, God, no. No, not Arissa. I think Arissa is the best counter to Torb, personally. And I like, I like running her against Roadhog or other tanks because, like, a Reinhardt, um, you can take down his shield and be standing behind yours the entire time. The fact that she can shield and dish out that much damage from range is really good. And I think she's the hardest counter to Torb in the game. You how's the new How's the new lady work against Genji? Well, well, against Genji, we'll get, yeah. yeah, we'll get there. But she's um, she's at soft counter to him at best. Okay, shit. Yeah, they need to make a, <laughs> but they need to make a more fun Genji counter. I like Winston. They have one. Yeah, Winston is super fun. Yeah, you know he is. He doesn't know he, he is, and he doesn't get enough love or use. No, he gets a lot of use from pro play. He's, that makes sense. Yeah, he's he's one of the core tanks of the dive meta. And you just really don't have to even aim with him. No, no. The, the thing, Winston is all about positioning. It's 100% about positioning and how you engage and not engaging with your leap, but escaping with your leap. Because for, it takes like five seconds or six seconds to come off cooldown. And that's, that's holy cow. And that's an eternity. Yeah. It's, it's relatively quick compared to like, you know, Reinhardt's charge or something like that or Arissa's halt. Um, or sorry, Arissa's, uh, fortify. But, uh, that's a long time. So what you want to do is you want to be like behind them and then you jump off a rooftop and land behind them and start zapping them all up. And then they turn around and they're like, oh my god, there's a monkey here, shoot the monkey. Yeah, and there's too late. No, and then you jump out because you didn't use it to get in. You have it available. And then you land between the enemy team and your team. You drop down the bubble. Your team shoots through the bubble. They all die. Oh, that is nifty. Thank you. <laughs> and I wish there would be a way to film that and for people who don't play the game to understand what's happening. Yeah, I, I keep on thinking about this. This um, I thought that the um, the turn the lamp down low was going to be my last video, but I felt hey, I actually watched that one. Oh, it was good. You liked it? I did. Oh my god! Thank you. I love that play of the game at the end, man. That melee yes. on the Reinhardt, man. Yes, <laughs> that was, that that's was... pretty satisfying. This this tracer, like, dink, you're dead. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That was... Nothing like sidestepping a 
Reinhardt charge and then just killing the bastard. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was pretty, yeah, there, were, there were some good moments in that. And the, the Roadhog at the beginning. Come on. Yeah. That was so funny. That was great. So, listeners, if you, if you haven't taken the time out, Chance does. We've talked about them before, but you should watch them. Not only is the soundtrack good, but it's got some fine tracer on there usually too. Or whoever Did else you ever finish that training video? Messing with the kids? No, no, that's what I'm thinking about is, and way to spoil it. I don't think they listen to this anyway, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the episodes is called that. But no, I keep on, um, I keep on thinking about it. And part of it is, is going to be in the practice range, but I, I think I'm going to need to do something where I just like record something on the microphone here. Cause mm-hmm. the quality of my voice that you can get over this is infinitely better than the quality you can get on my, headset on the ps4 and like it's basically doing you just hook your snowball up to it i know but it's, it's basically doing a whole different a whole different kind of form to this art form that i've been slowly teaching myself so i do find it very intimidating in that regard like adding my own voice to videos is just not something i've ever done download lightworks what is that it is a free to use video editing piece of software okay that little nonsense that I sent you on YouTube, mm-hmm. shh, don't tell the listeners. I built with, with Lightworks. And oh, my, yeah. my end plan... Game hmm? What's, yeah, what's the, end the end game, game there? Uh, well, my plan, hopefully, is I've started talking about or thinking about our 2017 review. Not our best of, but our hype list review. Hmm. Okay. We go through and talk about our hype lists for, that we did. So listeners, go back and listen to. I think it was in January. Are we going to do that? We're going to look lists. at our. Hype of course, list? we're going to do oh, that. I didn't of course, know that. we are. I already we did it last year. Okay. I, I actually already I already have the games typed out. So what I would like to do, if I have time, is take that recording and set it, put it up in YouTube, set video behind it, and actually make it into something. I uh, my hype list a year later is just going to be didn't play that didn't play that didn't play that uh, Horizon game of the year didn't play that didn't play that yeah I'm not going to spoil it now <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff on here you didn't play that's right because <laughs> Overwatch man all I need is yep. Overwatch well and no sell no it to us you got well okay Sundered was on your hype list oh so good Overwatch is on your hype list Dungeon Darkest Dungeon Crimson Court was on your hype list oh yeah I've, I've written two Gravity Rush 2 was on your hype oh, list yeah, so I've written, you actually did pretty good yeah, separate reviews just to defend my picks for game of the year man like Shovel Knight or not oh, I keep on saying Shovel Knight it's very it's Shovel Knight yeah Hollow Knight yeah Hollow Knight would like just based on everything I've seen based on what I played of Hollow Knight it would probably be, got, be up there for me one yeah. of the PC gamer uh, editors wants to make a game of the year good luck yeah, he's not gonna. They they laughed at him, but I'm like, nah, no, I get no, it, man. Good. Yeah. Having played Zelda and uh, Odyssey, I don't think either of them. And the thing is, I haven't even played to completion ten games so far this year. The fact that I completed Odyssey is kind of amazing. Um, but even then, I don't think I would mention them in Game of the Year proceedings. I think if yeah. that list ends up being three games long and they aren't on it, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> I get that. Those games that you really liked but, like, didn't, like, love. Yes. Like, you played a lot of it, but you don't have a lot to say about it. Yeah, like, it's, Fallout it's 4. Only, <laughs> yeah, it's only November. Let's not steal our own thunder. And, of course, no promises on the YouTube thing. It depends on, you know, yeah. how much time I have. Like, but I like says, the idea. I played Fallout 4 for more than 
200 hours, but good lord, I don't know what else there is to say about it. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> like, there there are times when I'll, I would have held off on a review for a long time because I need to play more of this game because this review is too important, but by the time I got to the end, of, I was satisfied with it where I knew everything I needed to know about the game, my passion for that review had gone away because all those questions had been answered. <laughs> you know? I, was, I was glad I still really liked the game by the time I wrote that review. But speaking of videos or, um, you know, movies, I saw Thor Ragnarok last night. Ooh, I'm seeing it tomorrow. I'd like it. Okay. Do <clears throat> um, you remember how the worst part of Wonder Woman was that CGI heavy fight at the end? Yes. Where combat happened, but it didn't feel very interesting. Just light. Yes. That is every fight sequence in Thor Ragnarok. I'm, af- I'm afraid oh, to report. Shit, shit, shit. That being said, I far and away enjoyed this more than any other movie in the whole Marvel stable since Guardians of the Galaxy. That is yep. the only one I can compare it to where I had as much fun with this, and I think I might have had more fun. I laughed out loud in the theater repeatedly. Watiti hmm. is a genius. Yes, and there's a ton of him in here. Um, do you remember the woman who, she always plays the cop in his movies. I'm pretty sure she was, uh, she was like the agent who was hunting the boy in uh, The Wild oh, People. Yay. Yeah, she has a very prominent role. Um, there is a, <laughs> there is what, there's like an alien creature in the menagerie that Thor ends up getting dropped into who is, I have no idea who he is, but he's definitely one of Waikiki's guys. <laughs> Wait, is he made a rock? Yes. Okay, that's him. Oh, that's him? Okay, yeah, because yeah. his comedic timing is incredible. There's all, and there's, there's some great visuals in this. Um, Kate Blanchett as Hella is, is mesmerizing, but what's weird is she, she has this beautiful black hair that's usually half down her face, and she is absolutely captivating. And then when it's time for her to fight, she'll push her hair back, and it will form into that glorious, like, crown of thorn things that she's got going on yeah the aku thing and then you just don't care about what she's saying for some reason like (laughs) she it it become it makes it much less interesting when she looks more incredible for some somehow um Hmm. but it is it is really really funny it uh repeatedly and surprisingly funny um uh what's his name uh, who's the guy who was in Jurassic Park Jeff Goldblum Jeff Goldblum is spectacular right, in this on. he is so and he's just being Jeff Goldblum he's not That's all he needs to yeah, do yeah he's not playing a particular character in a particular way but he is so much fun to watch every time he's on screen um there's the comedy is what makes this movie and the action is i i just was kind of waiting for it to get back to comedy frankly is that because hulk plays a larger part in this and it's hard to make him not look cartoony? No, 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 not at all. Um, it's okay. just, just like in the same way that the CGI at the end of Wonder Woman was, was poorly executed. Like oh, just, so just the way the action was kind of paced and framed. It didn't, okay. it didn't okay. communicate, uh, action the same way that the, um, the No Man's Land sequence did. Same thing here. Um, I just, yeah, just when it came to the action, he, Waikiki he, he couldn't, couldn't quite hack it. But in the same way, you know, like that happens sometimes. Iron Man 2, that whole fucking movie. Iron Man 3, same shit. None of, none of the action felt anything in those two movies. Um, but overall, yeah, this would, this was, this is the second best Marvel movie after Guardians. As far as I'm concerned. And I say this. Sequence in Iron Man 3, I will defend. <laughs> You'd be wrong. Um, the, uh, but, um, but yeah, the action is a letdown. But there's a lot of it, and it's beautiful. It's just, um, yeah, less interesting than it should be. 
I like the Hulk starts talking. Yeah, no, like apparently just in the trailers. Yeah, yeah. Banner spent two years. Hulk has Hulk has been Hulk for two years. He has not gone back really? to Banner in two years, and so yeah, like he's talking. He has like he has like his own apartment and everything. Yeah. How does he get? I don't. I don't. No spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. It but no, it's it's good. Yeah, it's I mean, good. I I don't see uh, Ruffalo letting us down in that front. No, no, he was he was good. He was really funny. So that is just down for everything. <laughs> All right. Okay. Does that mean it's uh, time for headlines? Uh, I believe so. Headlines! <clears throat> In Overwatch news, uh, new hero Moira was announced at BlizzCon. Uh, she is a member of Talon, so basically she's like an evil scientist. Uh, she is Irish. She bears a passing re- resemblance to David Bowie. Uh, she's <laughs> like also... A late, <laughs> like a late season um, uh, G.I. Joe villain. A little bit. <laughs> and uh, she'll, she's a burst healer, so she's meant to complement like a Zenyatta or preferably a Lucio. But what she's got is she has kind of an AoE spray, a short-range spray that she throws out with her left hand. This spray can heal 80 health per second to any enemy in the radius of that spray. That's, wow. So she can potentially be healing 8.8 times 5. Um, which is, uh, more healing than anyone in the game can do, period. Anyone. Lucio amping it up can't do this. Mercy chaining all her beams can't do this. Well, Mercy chaining all her beams into an Ana grenade could do it. But beyond that, no, nothing can, nothing can compare to this. However, she can't just use that spray all the time. Doing that spray is, um, um, she used to spend biotic energy, which she only gets by attacking people with her right hand. Her right hand has a range of, it looks like about 15 meters, maybe. It's pretty long and it has a light kind of snap on to enemy, just like Symmetra's beam, but it's not nearly as forgiving. So she can reach out with that and be, you know, hitting a Pharah up in the sky or hitting a Genji bouncing along. Apparently she is a soft counter to Genji. Um, and that doing damage with that both heals Moira and refills that resource that she needs to hit you with that AOE spray. So hugely powerful, but she can't do it all the time. Um, then she has an orb that she can throw it and you activate the orb and then you either pick right click or left click. And if you pick uh, left click, she'll throw out a healing orb. That orb will heal her allies for 300 health. And what it does is it'll pass by them and these little tendrils will reach out like with Arissa's halt. And these, oh, neat. Yes, these tendrils will reach out and start healing anything in the radius. And it will bounce off walls. So if you send it into a tight room, it'll just bounce around, bounce around, constantly healing everyone until it completes 300 health total having been healed. And then it's gone. Similarly, if she presses the attack button after activating the orb, this orb goes out that will behave in exactly the same way, except it targets her enemies, and it will do at max 200 damage. So that's not... This sounds... This sounds like my shit. Well, that's not too much, and her her reach-out long beam, it does like 30 health per second. It does like a melee's worth of damage per second. It is nothing. It is really, really low. Uh, the damage that the orb does is per second is really, really low. So uh, if someone comes and ganks her, the only thing she has is this interesting kind of shadow step ability where she disappears from the battlefield for two seconds and then she reappears somewhere else. And if you look at gameplay, it just looks like a blink. That's not what it is. Her movement speed is increased three or four times. So you you control where you go. And you just run there really quick and then and then appear two seconds later. Oh, crap. She's uh, Lilith from Borderlands. A little bit. Really interesting. See, that sounds problematic because it sounds like to, to, to charge 
her healing, she has to be relatively close to enemies. Yes. But she's not doing a ton of damage to said enemies while sitting close to them and probably taking damage on her own. Correct. Well, well, okay, but again, that thing heals her. That Richo thing heals her. And it does heal her. Not as fast as you can kill her, though. I mean, Probably not. Uh, but, you know, hopefully she's with her team. She's behind shields. Uh, she will do quite, yeah. she will do quite well in what I would, in what we call the death ball meta, where everyone's all clustered up behind shields and everyone's shooting in the same direction at once. Um, okay. she'll do really, really well there. I think, you know, I think obviously we need to, you know, we need to see her. We need to play her. We need to see what pros do with her. Um, yeah. but she's not in the game yet. No, she's on PTR no. right now, though. And that's invitation only. No, you can just change your client on PC to uh, uh, to the PTR. Ah, PC. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's only on PC. <clears throat> um, can I cross my PS4 copy with the PC? No. Damn it! And if you buy a PC, everything that you've unlocked on the PS4 in terms of cosmetics, you have to get again. It does not transfer over because Don't Blizzard do it. wants thanks, your money. Thanks, BattleNet. Yeah. What, what the hell are you good for? Yeah. Nothing. 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 Uh, her ultimate is a beam that does mid-level damage to enemies, not too much, but it has a huge area of effect. It is hit scan, but it's hit scan in like this giant pillar that ex- extends in front of her. <laughs> it heals all of her allies who are touched by it quite like really hard. It can heal through a ferult, for example. Um, and it does a little bit of damage to any enemies as well. So if all your enemies and all your allies are grouped up like that, this will win a team fight. And it, Kamehameha? Yes, oh, and it <laughs> and it charges very very fast apparently. Um, hmm. So yeah, she she should be pretty interesting. I just really like the Talon has a healer. Uh, they're already kind of playing her off Mercy. There are sprays where like if Mercy uses a Mercy has one spray where she's standing there in one half of a circle, but Moira, Moira has a spray where she's standing there in the other half of the circle. So they're already kind of playing them off each other. It's called they're calling the ship Moirsi. Oh, <laughs> um, at BlizzCon, Blizzard also showed a new map, a hybrid map called Blizzard World. Uh, it takes place in a Blizzard theme, a Blizzard theme park that walks you through all of the Blizzard franchises, and there's just Easter eggs galore in this place. Uh, the- See, I thought that would have taken place in uh, South Korea. Uh, a ton ton of new legendary skins that either tie into overwatch lore or reference other blizzard properties were announced uh these will not be seasonal at all they will be available in just normal legendary loot boxes uh including echo point may crusader reinhardt butcher roadhog from diablo 3 barbarian zara zarya from diablo 3 nova widowmaker from starcraft dwarf king torbjorn and some sort of demonic doomfist i'm going to assume diablo the 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 butcher roadhog and the nova widowmaker are nice nova Widowmaker. Like, uh, those look really good. I hadn't even thought of Nova Widowmaker, but damn, that looks good. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, people have been begging for Butcher Roadhog since launch, yeah, basically. Yeah, it, it fits. It looks really good. Yeah. Um, no release dates, given that it, the, a lot of these skins tie into the Blizzard World thing. It wouldn't surprise me if it doesn't happen until Blizzard World, which is early 2018. And that's it for Overwatch news. <clears throat> Now on to some really, really sad stuff. Some really, really unsurprising stuff. Telltale Games laid off a quarter... No, we've been been talking about the downfall of Telltale for a year now. Yes, we have. And one of the things that we mentioned was the fact that their engine sucks, and they need to get a better engine, but I think it was Patrick Klepek at Kotaku today who let me know that one of the CEO of Unity, which is that indie engine you see everywhere, is on the board of directors at Telltale. That's probably why they haven't changed their fucking engine. Interesting. Yes. You know, I own the Guardians of the Galaxy one. Mm-hmm. I haven't Did played they it yet. Even finish that? No, it's not done yet. But I haven't played any of them yet. And I didn't buy the Batman ones, even though I liked the last Batman ones. So I just some, something kind of snapped, and I wasn't willing to put up with 
you know, shitty performance anymore. It may have been uh, Life is Strange, because Life is Strange actually ran okay. Hmm. And I realized I didn't have to put up with janky performance in adventure games. Oh, sounds like Telltale snapped as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, laid off a quarter of their employees. They say they intend to focus on fewer games of higher quality. I think that's a good thing. That's um, a great thing. And I do believe they also mentioned that they're going to deal with a different engine. Good. Uh, they got to put out the last Walking Dead one. Mm. Runic. We'll get there. No, we'll get well, there. Hold on. No, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. Stop that. Don't... I'm going to cry Lynn. Just we'll get there. Uh, Media Molecules Dreams will make an appearance at PSX 2018, uh, or 2017, pardon me, December 8th. Hmm. Uh, the Frozen Wilds is now available for Horizon Zero Dawn. Woo! Uh, patch the game. Fast travel to Day Tower, the Karja village on the border of the North Sacred Lands. Find the new quest giver. He's a dude named Oter. And don't go unless you're over level 30. Enjoy. Hmm. Um, in an interview with Bloomberg this week, Microsoft's Phil Spencer says they're planning to start or acquire more video game studios. Oh, hey. It's good news. That is good news, and it's 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 generations past time. Like they've been, yeah. they shuttered Lionhead. Remember? Yeah, but they haven't mm, okay. shuttered Rare yet. But what was the last good thing Lionhead did? Uh, yeah, the last, like the last, the last thing they did under their own kind of creative juice, as opposed to being told what to do by a suit. And that's, that, I think, will be the difference. If Microsoft buys these studios or sets up these studios and says, okay, you guys are amazing creators, like, what do you want to do next? And the, and the studio turns around and says, well, we feel really passionate about this. And the studio, or Microsoft goes, great, do it. You will find success. That's how you create Little Big Planet. That's how you make um, The Last of Us. That's how you make Ico. So what, what you're saying is they need to behave like Sony, not like EA. Yes. Yeah, and okay. I, I, I had a guy at work the other day come up to me, and he was kind of hyped that he could finally talk to me about a video game because he had pre-ordered Call of Duty <laughs> World of War or World War II. Okay. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so this got me talking, this got us talking about um, kind of games as conveyor belts and games that come off of production lines, talking about Madden, how it's the same mm -hmm. fucking game every year, but people buy it, and that's why EA makes it. And then we started talking about Electronic Arts, and then I realized that I had just been ranting at this guy for 15 minutes <laughs> about Electronic Arts and and uh, Activision shutting down Radical Entertainment. Remember Radical? Fuck, they were so good. And what EA had just done to Visceral Games, and yeah. I was so pissed off about it. And he's, he's looking at his shoes, yes. trying to like sky sideways like, to move away just, from you. You're frightening this guy. i waiting for a World War II game for for five years, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they're trying to try to make us forget that Call of Duty was World War Two. Yeah, like, like originally. Isn't this creative and new? Anyway, but you know, it has been a while. I like returning to to World War Two or anything with a new engine, with a new new technology to do it better. Like I, I got nothing yeah. against that, but I don't enjoy Call of Duty. I kept on trying and I just couldn't. Anyway, so yeah, after right. after a couple of minutes, I realized what I was doing to this guy. And I'm saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You shouldn't you <laughs> you shouldn't have got me going on this because I just yeah, he's evil. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, but yeah, if, if they do the EA thing where you know we've looked at the numbers for this, and I'm sorry, we're we're going to need you to do a multiplayer card game with microtransactions. No, it's going to bomb. Uh, it's going to yeah, absolutely bomb. Well, I mean, from their point of view, they've got the best hardware now, mm -hmm. and it has become the de facto place for multi-platform games, because it just runs better on the one that it does the PS4 uh, Pro. Da, 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 da. No, that's wrong. Yeah. That's wrong. No, it's completely true. It's completely wrong. 
multi-platform games run better on the Xbox One X than they do on the PS4 Pro? Multi-platform games will be optimized for whatever platform is in the most households. Um, but just general grunt, they run better. For example, yeah, I mean, I can see that the um, Lord of the Rings game that no one has that not, none of us have played yet uh, looks significantly better <laughs> on Xbox One X than it does on PS4 Pro. Huh? Better textures. Yeah, but didn't they didn't they do a promotion deal with them? As I recall, mm, no. I mean, when it was announced, they said it was Xbox One X enhanced. But it's just an example of a of a big game that's on both systems that looks better on the Xbox One X. I'm sure there was a promotion tie-in. I think for most multi-platform games, I would I will I expect to see parity between the Pro and the X. But I don't think many uh, third parties will actually go out of their way unless they're paid by Microsoft to do it. And you know what? Pay them. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, you've got this monster of a machine sitting here. Let it, you know, do something. Let it roar. Exactly. Runic Games, developer of Hob and Torchlight, has been closed. I really wanted Torchlight 3. They, the person who was behind Torchlight had already left, oh, really? I believe. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know his name, but I saw a tweet from him, and it was kind of cryptic. It says, you know... It's the end of of Runic. Long live Runic. So maybe he is doing something. It'll be under a different name, oh. kind of like how Bloodstained is a new Symphony of the Night, but not by name. Well, how you is know, how is that going? Uh, it's still coming out yet. It's still yeah. coming. It's still coming. Shh, quiet. Yeah, it'll be it'll fine. Be fine. Right. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, so maybe he's gonna snap up some of these people and make something other than that. But yeah, it's yeah, they're gone now. How was Hob? Didn't really you good. Play a chance. Yeah, really Yay. good. Well, I played at least they went out on a good note. Yeah, yeah. Did not yeah. finish it, so I can say it's not as good as Mario Galaxy. I guess I can't believe I'm fucking saying that. Wow. Oh my god. They were all, they were bought up by some gigantic Korean conglomerate, weren't they? I believe so. Yeah, yeah and that seemed too good to be true. Mm-hmm. I never take that as good news. I'm just amazed that Atlas is still putting out Atlas quality games now that they are owned by Sega. It blows my mind. As stupid as we think they are. <laughs> In this one case, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's sad. Um, Blizzard is making official World of Warcraft vanilla servers, the game as it was at launch, for better or worse. Now, I think it was last year they shut down the fan vanilla servers, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, found them and shut them down. And, and the reaction was, well, then just do it yourself if you're going to take it away from us. And they're like, look, there's a lot of logistics. We can't just snap our fingers and do that. But the fact that they heard that and said, yes, we want to give you what you want, here it is. I mean, thanks. They're listening. Thanks, Blizzard. I don't care, but thank you. There is this part of me that wants to run around as Rogue. And uh, I was going to say, you, do, you, you care just a little bit. I have fond memories. Of, just a little bit. Of laying waste to the crossroads. <laughs> Try to turn your quest in now, buddy. Your quest giver's dead. <laughs> what are you going to do? Fight me? You can't. Because <laughs> if you do, I'll be able to kill you. Anyway, uh, StarCraft Two is going free to play. Like, are there microtransactions in StarCraft Two? How are they going to do that? No, then- no. But like, if it's just Wings of Liberty, yeah, that's damn good stuff. Oh. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, Eurogamer reported this week that over half of Destiny 2's console sales were digital. It does not surprise me. Well, I guess if you're buying Destiny, you plan to play that shit for a long time. 
Yeah. Like, and I still wonder why the fuck I take an Overwatch disc in a note. <laughs> like, like, there's no reason I should. A good question. I, yeah. I should just buy it again. I think I'm just scared that if I, like, download it, I'll have to, like, what if I lose my skins? And if someone on the internet tells me that I won't, is it worth the risk to just believe someone on the internet? <laughs> like, I have literally hundreds of dollars invested in all my cosmetics in Overwatch, so. I would do it. Yeah, that's. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Octodad Dadly's Catch will launch on the Switch on November 9th. Cool. Uh, Galgun 2 will launch on the Switch in Q1 of 2018. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, awesome arcade shooter Assault Android Cactus will launch on Xbox One Enhanced for Xbox X on November 7th, today. Yeah, I saw that. I was looking at the store. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Now, you never played that, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. And I remember you spoke highly of it. It was on sale on PSN once. I still missed it, so maybe maybe this time around. Yeah, the next time you're feeling like the housemark itch, get that. Get that. <sighs> housemark still breaks my heart. But anyway. <laughs> well, I'm really hyped for whatever they do next. I can't, I I can't wait I, to I, see I, that. I, I do trust them to make something good. Mm-hmm. I just hope they make a good decision with where yes, they're going to. because it would suck to put stuff. Read the runic news about Housemark. Yeah. Um, Arc System Works has opened a new branch in Torrance, California. Quote, while we have been able to bring our games to North America with help from local business partners in the past, with our new branch Arc System Works America Inc., we will be better able to open the channels of communication between fan and developer, ensuring your voices are heard and, most importantly, applied. This is totally Arc System Works firing a shot right across Capcom's nose. This is like, hey, you know what? You guys dropped the ball a little bit. More people are totally hyped for Dragon Ball Fighters than mm-hmm. they are for for Marvel. Now we're coming to the states, and 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 we're gonna see what's going on. So I wonder if it means I, they're gonna self like publish over here. I don't know. That would be maybe. I mean, Dragon Ball Fighters is gonna sell great. Yes. Because it's got it's got the same thing going forth than like that like Injustice and Mortal Kombat do is that people are gonna buy it just for the story mode, mm-hmm. and no one has ever in the history of the world bought Street Fighter or Marvel for the story mode. Correct. It's just no. not something that happens. It's why Mortal it's why Injustice two outsold um, Street Fighter five like two or three to one. It wow. was ridiculous. I mean, Injustice two sold well because Midway makes games that appeal to single player market, mm. um, and I, I like the idea. Both because I think Dragon Ball Fighters is going to be completely not for me, but of quality. And I and somebody I like the idea of it, it might put the fear of God into Capcom, you know, if they have any brains at all, <laughs> that they have to start paying attention to what people actually want, not what they think we want. I would love to see a Street Fighter game that looks like Guilty Gear. That would take money and talent. Yeah, talent that I don't and... think. Um... No, I, I don't think they do. I, I don't. I mean, and, and to again, I, I've mentioned this before, but to do Guilty Gear, they imported somebody from Epic that worked with them in house for like six months, hmm. because that the Unreal Four engine doesn't oh, yeah, do that. I that. Yeah, and they and they made it do that. So they make quality stuff. It's 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 a shame that I I know I'm going to end up buying buying Dragon Ball Fighters and playing it for like a day or two because that's that's like uh, that's Skullgirls level of not for me, <laughs> but. 
I'll play through the story mode because it looks ridiculous. <laughs> speaking of Dragon Ball, yeah. Speaking of really beautiful cell shading, that's one of the things I was thinking about while playing Breath of the Wild. Is mm. that? Do you remember that animation that we saw years ago of like a really high fidelity dark Link fighting a, a Skaltos in like a really dark area? Yeah, and looking yeah. Like, like we're like, oh my god, next gen Zelda, thank you, yes. And then Twilight Princess happened. And it was like, no, mm, not, not, that's not, it, not that. No. But I kind of feel like Breath of the Wild is that. That is, that is how we've, we've wanted it to look for years. And it, yeah. it's a shame that the classic dungeons aren't there, but everything else, like, this is how Link has always looked in our imagination. The dungeons really kind of got to me in that way. Yeah. Because it's, the shrines are all so similar, and some of them are stupid. Yes, like the tilty one. Yeah, and you've only got. Is it three or four of the beasts? I think it's four There's beasts. Four beasts. The, the, the final castle feels like a traditional dungeon. Ooh. So you got one of them. But yeah. apart from that, I mean, the, the beasts feel like Shadow of the Colossus stuff, honestly. A little bit, yeah. Did to me, yeah. Like whether you're crawling around on the outside of them doing stuff like that, so. But, um... But what what else is there? Like, everything else this one does new, I do really, really enjoy. But there are aspects of the classic Zelda that, yes, I do miss. Like, yeah. the fact that, you know, just, just a dungeon, just a good old-fashioned dungeon. I mean, that's classic Zelda, and it's not here. It's like it's like an Uncharted 4 where there was not a supernatural element. Like, that's, that's part of the secret sauce, and it's not in here. Everything else is still delicious, there's, but... There's no supernatural yeah, element. Technically, in, the third in, one didn't have one either. Wait, did it? Just the hallucinogenic agent. Oh. Yeah, but still, you end up fighting... Yeah, but it was okay, it was still something fight, visually yeah. insane. Exactly. Yes, yeah. yeah. Four has no supernatural element either. Yeah, Nothing. that really... That sounds boring. Yeah, it really burned me. Yeah, yeah. Amy Henning I mean, would not have allowed that. Yeah, Four didn't... I, I meant to say um, the expansion. Oh, that was... Lost Legacy has That was my no core question about it. Yeah, is whether it they learned that lesson. That disappoints nope. me. They did not. They're going after the the Horn of Vishnu, and it, it goes into some um, East Indian um, mythology that I knew nothing about and could not repeat from you because it's actually pretty intricate, interesting stuff. Oh. But like like Shiva or Vishnu never show up, oh. which would be kind of cool. Like one of the old gods shows up and whoops some ass. What? No, I recommend Cetus sings the blues for that. It's a really good crash course. What was yeah. uh, Asura's Wrath? Really good crash course. Oh yeah. Speaking of giving people what they want, why is Asura not a character in Street Fighter V? Because he's Arc System Works. Or not Arc System no, Works. No, he's not. That's Capcom. In... Asura's Wrath is Capcom. Was it? Yes. Wow. Because oh, yeah, some, of the yeah, yeah. DLC, some of the DLC for Asura's Wrath was, was Asura fighting Ryu oh. and Akuma. Huh. So he should, to maybe if not Street Fighter, he should totally be in Marvel. Yeah, you should. Asura and Marvel vs. Capcom 3 would be awesome, because then you could, like, whip out the six-arm shit. <laughs> oh, it'd be, it would be sweet. Maybe the game just didn't do that well. It was entertaining, um, It. I don't know if it didn't do that well or not, but, I mean, that's a great character. Asura's Wrath was a fantastic game that I don't think sold. I don't... I don't the gameplay was not that good. But it was fun it to was just fun. be around. Yes, it was, it like, was, it was like... A, it was a playable anime. It was a playable action yes. anime. Yes. Yes. Um, speaking a lot, of... A lot of button-mashing cutscenes. <laughs> speaking of anime, uh -oh. I finished... I started watching what was a Tiger and Bunny, and that was actually a lot better than I expected it to be. But I finished the new season of Little Witch Academia on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. 
Like I still good. I enjoyed it. I like it was entertaining and so funny the whole way through. But um, it wasn't until the last episode that I was really reminded that these are the people that make Kill the Kill. And when it goes big, it went spectacularly big. But it was Magical Girl spectacularly big. So, um, I, like, I kind of want to spoil the ending, but, uh, you know, I'm going, I'm going to. But, but, Do but it. listener, if you're into anime, you want to see Amazing Magical Girl anime, watch Little Witch Academia and stop listening to this podcast now because I'm going to spoil the ending and it's really fun and it was exciting. Okay. So Akko, the main character, um, she has, she spent like all of, she spent most of the first movie and the second movie just trying to learn how to do metamorphosis magic, where like she points her wand at a rabbit and turns it into a cat, or just like anything. And she, uh, she kept on trying to use it on herself to turn herself into a mouse, and the best she could ever do was give herself giant ears. Like she keeps on, <laughs> but she keeps on trying, and she's been trying and trying and trying. And then at the end of the series, um, she, uh, she has finally unlocked all the ancient words for this magical wand that appeared to her at the beginning of the series and has apparently unlocked the magic that will change the world. And this was initially unlocked by this evil woman who wanted to use it, you know, for her own nefarious gains. But all Akko wants to do is, is kind of make everything pretty. So she smashes this little tiny tree branch that is the ultimate magic into this amazing glittery wand and, uh, does her metamorphosis spell. And she's standing in a dead forest and just life just explodes across the forest. And it's, they're suddenly standing in like this beautiful Eden. And then there's this, of course, there's this big evil bad that's, that's going to destroy, uh, that, that it's a missile. And what it is, is it's like a sentient collection of all the anger of, of the yeah. people in Japan because this, <laughs> this evil witch has been gathering people's emotions as a way to power magic. And she's. It's, um, that's, that's pretty anime. That's, yes. That's, that's, that's peak anime. And there, she's, so. she's discovered that anger is the best, that gives the best return on magical energy. So then this magical thing kind of, this magical hatred energy breaks out of her control, turns itself into a giant missile and goes flying. And so everyone around the world is like, where is this missile going? What is it going to attack? And I think this particular is a very Japanese fear, <laughs> the fear of a missile coming for you. <laughs> Particularly, yeah. why, 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 why would they feel like that? Like that? Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't imagine. And But everyone agrees that this missile is going too fast. There's nothing we can do to stop it. And, and all the adult witches agree that um, just based on the circumstances we're in right now, there's nothing we can do. But this little girl, Akko, just never gives up about anything. <laughs> She's really stupid, but she believes in herself, and that's the magic. And so, so her and all her friends join their forces, assemble a super broom, and they all go flying off towards this rocket together. <laughs> and the, it, the broom breaks apart in stages, as like, like a, uh, like a, like a rocket. yeah, like a rocket. And then they finally catch up to the missile. And meanwhile, other people have been trying to shoot the missile, but the missile's magic. So you put a missile right in the middle of it, and it will expand around that thing, let it go right through. Um, and so now these two little witches are following it. And uh, and somehow someone's got video of this, so people around the world are watching these witches. And <laughs> their belief powers the girl's magic. And the girls are able to catch up to the missile. So the missile turns around and starts throwing all these mini-missiles at the girls. And Akko, who has not been able to do anything right for a whole season, stands up on the tip of the broom, pulls out her wand, and does her metamorphosis spell, and turns all these missiles that are about to kill them into the most adorable little animals. 
<laughs> who all fall to their death no, well, as they plummet to the ground. No, they can fly. And oh, okay. um, and then and then her and her rival slash best friend, uh, they both grab the wand together and they cast this arrow spell and they shoot this incredibly powerful arrow spell using all the magic of all the people in the world and all their belief into this missile. And there's an explosion and suddenly you're looking at the scene from space and there's an explosion that boom rips rips across the the sky the size of a continent and it is a perfect sphere and as it reaches its zenith a pair of little eyes appear with a little smiley face in the center and you just hear this little <laughs> like it was just it was just so fun and so lively and so like magical girl fun it was just spectacular <laughs> little witch academia season one is the most fun i've had with anime probably actually since kill the kill or okay. or or magical madoka it was really good and we just lost alex i felt like you went a little quiet yeah well Aww. his computer crashed on him again no you so know we should we should be i okay. i think what it was is he was like he's just not gonna stop talking about anime <laughs> <laughs> you scared him I might away. As well just leave. What did you do? I might as well just leave. <laughs> All right. I'm well, sorry, Alex. <laughs> it was really good and Too really much touching. Anime. Hey, get, sometimes you need those feel-good moments, and that's okay. I did watch Moana again today. Oh, see, I still haven't watched. It's it. a household staple at this point. Oh well, okay. All right. My son's at the age where he watches one movie over and over and over again. I don't... I, I didn't don't do that, but my brother did that. I don't think that's so. an age thing. I think that's a personality thing. Well, maybe. Yeah. Okay. It could be that I'm so thirsty for new things that they, uh, just the thought of watching something again is like, that's a waste of time. I think that's true. Who's got time for that? Yeah. So, all right. Well, 66%. Still not done. <laughs> It'll be worth it. Alex... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll talk about it next week. Alex, thank you for joining us. We're sorry we scared you away with anime. Mm. Chance, thanks for talking. That's what I do. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. Yeah.